listening to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Welcome to this Grit and Grace Life. I'm Darlene Bruck, and let's see, Julie, we are in the middle of the year right now. I know, we're trucking right through 2018. Oh, wow, that's kind of frightening. But, you know, it makes me think about the fact that we started the year, most of us, with resolutions, did we not? I mean, a lot of people do. I feel like you probably had at least, what, 12 resolutions? One oh, yeah. for I, each month? I think <laughs> I resolved to make a resolution this year. Oh, that's uh-huh. different. Because I don't make them, so I, I know thought, you, you know, I might need to make a resolution something. All right. So what was your resolution? I can't remember. Oh, so I have no idea if I even Nailing made it. one or I'm sure if I did, I didn't fulfill it. So <laughs> sounds like it. If your resolution was to make one and you didn't. Yeah, I'm thinking you didn't. Yes, I did. All right. Well, I'm Julie Graham and I, I actually do like resolutions and, and I make them knowing that they usually don't stick. I think If I can recall, which we can all just acknowledge the fact that the beginning of this year in my life was cray to the cray. Yeah. So probably resolution number one was survive. (laughs) And number two, I I think I remember saying that I was going to focus more on me this year, which sounds so I don't know, cliche or self-centered, but um, I really felt like that's what I needed to do this year. And I think I had said something about I was going to take more baths, which we've actually talked about me taking baths yes, already have. here uh-huh. on Screen yeah. Grace Life. Um, and I think I have taken three. So <laughs> three in I think six I've taken months. three baths, but then I had an issue where my bath was not working. I turned it on and then I couldn't turn it off and then I've been afraid to turn it back on. I mean, okay. that's stressful as yeah. a single woman. It is stressful. <laughs> like, I don't know how to yes. fix that. Yes. Anyway, so I tend to um, I tend to like making resolutions, but I am like the average American woman, and I I kind of forget to keep them. Oops. Yeah, I think we all do. We ke- we forget to keep them, or we make ones that are rather ridiculous. Don't unkeepable. You think? Unkeepable. <laughs> we make ones that yeah. are unkeepable. Yeah, unkeepable. Um, well, let's real quick define what a resolution is because. Um, I've been doing this thing lately, I actually just said to you, I've been doing this thing lately where I've been using my dictionary to look up words because sometimes we just say things and we don't really know what they mean. Mm -hmm. And so that's just something I've been working on lately is making sure I understand what I'm saying (laughs) to myself and to others. And so a resolution, the definition of it is a firm decision to do or not to do something. So today, Julie, we thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about maybe some of the resolutions that we've made or other people have made or some that could have been easy to keep if we had made them. Just yeah. some entertaining versions of totally. the New Year's resolution. Totally. Give me ideas for what I can promise December 31st. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I got one. I got one. To become as fat as I was when I first thought I was fat. Well, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Every year we go, oh, I have to lose weight. Oh, I have to. And then if you, you know, if I could go back to where I was when I first had this issue. That is awesome. Yes. That is classic girl speak right there. This one was funny and I can totally relate. To become more assertive. If that's okay with all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of seems like an oxymoron, as mm-hmm. they say. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm totally going to do it if everyone thinks it's okay. If everyone likes likes me when I do. Yep. This is for my taco-loving friends. I'm going to exercise my right to eat more tacos. 
<laughs> so it's not, I'm going to exercise more. No, you got to add the parentheses in there, yeah. you know, and, and we'll actually put this one in the show notes um, because somebody's going to want to share that one on their Facebook on Tuesday. All right. This one is actually something I, I keep kind of promising myself and somebody else made this their resolution. I'm going to make my bed every single day. Do you Do make you- your bed? Does Dan Actually, make the bed? Dan makes oh, it. Yeah. I knew it. As soon as I said it, I knew <laughs> yeah. he probably did my, it. My morning coffee makes the bed. The laundry. Should yeah. we keep going? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he's awkward. a pretty great guy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so since I moved to my new house, I did decide I wanted to make my bed. And I probably make it at least three times a week, which I think is great compared to the fact that I never used to make my bed. Yeah, and I have noticed when you do your Latote unveiling or yes. reveal or whatever we're calling it, you, your bed's made behind well, yes. you. It's, On those days, yeah. I absolutely. Yeah. When I want to take a mirror selfie, 70% of the time I make my bed. <laughs> yeah. The other times I just say, hey, I'm just a real person, people. I don't make my <laughs> bed good. every day. I'm not trying to win all the things. All right. I think this one should be yours, Julie. Uh-oh. Well, actually, you like both. But to spend less time interacting with people and more time on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love a good sarcasm. I mean, a good, like, we say we want to spend time with our people, but the truth is, is we go out with our people and we play on our phone. So what if we just were honest and said, this year I'm going to spend less time with people and more time with my phone. Oh, guilty as charged. But I like to spend time with my people on my phone. And you like to spend time both. You like your people and your phone, and you just like like interaction in every single I do. format. It's annoying. No, it's not. It's good. It's healthy. Oh, it's good. here's yours. Oh. I'm going to not work out on any day that ends in Y. Oh, well, I do that well. See, you got that <laughs> yeah. one. I got that one down. I can resolve that one every single year. Absolutely. Yep. This one's funny. I'll no longer consider second and third breakfast real meals. I don't think that's doable. <sighs> breakfast. It's one of our love languages, right? It is. And pancakes for dinner. Mm. Yeah. Oh, do you do gluten-free pancakes? Do they exist? I had one on the way here. Really? In the car, I was eating one of my. That sounds okay. Gross. Wait a minute. So you Protein just like pancake. hold it with your hands? Is, yes. Yeah. I, sometimes I don't even put syrup on it. It's a sad life. <laughs> but right. I do love syrup. Let's. I mean, I, there's plenty of days where it's like swimming in syrup. But today was a dry protein pancake on the way to your house to record podcast day. I feel a little bit sad for you there, Julie. <laughs> I feel a little bit sad. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. This is actually genius because I was talking with a friend the other day about how impossible it is to remember all of your passwords. So ah. here's a good resolution. I'm going to switch my username to password and my password to username to make sure it's a lot harder for the hackers to get into my stuff. <laughs> I mean, it actually might work. You I'm, know? I'm going to change it right now, which are is awkward because now all of our, you know, 20,000 listeners are going to try to hack into my stuff. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Not much to get to. All right. I have one for you. This is a good one. Only buy two pair of shoes in this year. I actually saw a lady say that that was her resolution. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was actually one of my friends when, uh-huh. when we asked, what, what are your resolutions? And she said, I resolved to only buy two pairs of shoes. And by the end of May, she'd already bought three. Now, I fully get that. Yes, you do. Can it count? I mean, because I, I think that would be a good idea. I mean, I kind of told myself I couldn't buy new shoes this year until I finished my taxes. So it was like a reward. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and I think I actually didn't buy new shoes until I finished my taxes. And then I bought two pairs. However, one was sneakers. And as my friend who said she was only going to buy two, but had already bought three, I think she gets a pass because I don't think buying sneakers actually counts as buying shoes. Those aren't real shoes, right? Yeah, those are those like are requirements. Yeah, those, those are, are like, like foot coverings. Work, work requirements. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, yes. got it. So I could maybe try that as long as... Sneakers don't count. And also that if you buy shoes with a gift card, that also doesn't count. Okay. So I know I've given you a gift card for DSW before. Yes, so so I my use annual that. Christmas present to you yes. needs to be so you can fudge your two so pairs. So I shoes. use that gift card to buy the one of two pairs that I got. So I get two more pairs of shoes this year <laughs> if I'm making that resolution. How exciting. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Okay, last one that we think is pretty telling for most of us. Uh, exercise more, eat healthy, stop procrastinating, and find a therapist for my compulsive lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that right there could sum up any of these that we're trying to say we're going to do. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Actually, if I'm being honest, I think that that's the resolution I have kept. So far this year. <laughs> Gee. All right. Well, those are just lighthearted and fun because resolutions are hard. We kind of put a lot of eggs in the basket of it's a new year and I'm going to do everything right this year. Go me. I can do it. I, I'm full of grit and grace. I can do it, right? Like maybe you've even tried to use that mantra, so to speak. But here we are halfway through the year and maybe we have or maybe we haven't accomplished some of the things we set out to do. What do you think about that, Dar? Yeah, I think we probably have a couple and have not a lot of them. So we're going to take a little time and kind of do half-year resolutions, ones that we think are manageable. We're not going to put high expectations on ourselves. We're just going to look at the last part of this year. Well, yeah, because sometimes the problem with resolutions is we set the bar so high and for so long that it is unattainable. But we come into the summer months and we do kind of change our pace a little bit, right? We like do. there is yeah. summer is naturally a time where there's a little bit more flexibility. Yep. So this is a good time to kind of reanalyze what are some things we want to focus our time and our attention and ourselves on giving ourselves grace if we don't get it right all of the time, or if we thought we were going to have it done by now and we're just now starting over, that's okay. What are some things we could practically try to work on in this second half of 2018? Okay, we always want to get control of life, but we say let's get control in small ways, in little ways. Cut a few things out of your life. Yeah, so what are some things that we could say, all right, so I thought I was going to, you know, organize every single room in my house and have a cubby for everything and never have a spare piece of paper laying on the counter. Gosh, there are people who live that way, Dar. I know, but it's not us. Okay, so choose one place. Control a desk. Get your papers done at your desk. Maybe clean your pantry. That's it. I'm done. I yeah, cleaned the, the pantry. Whole, the whole kitchen. No. The pantry. Yes. So just small things. Choose one area to focus on and just do that. Totally. Um, I like this idea of choosing for one month to say no to everything. <laughs> Literally it. everything. Yeah. No, I don't want to go. No, I'm not going out. No, I don't have time for dinner. No, I'm not taking on that project. No, I like that. Just, just one no. month. It's yeah, just, just a no. month of no. Yeah, just Say no. Your kids say it all the time, so you might as well say it. <laughs> oh, he does say it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. could be one way you choose to get control. I'm just going to say no. And if I make the promise at the beginning of this month, everything is going to be a no. And then maybe you'll actually realize it's not so hard. Yeah. And it kind of feels good. Yeah. And it kind of helps. Yep. Love hmm. it. All right. 
Uh, declutter your home. We all want to declutter our home, but make it a family project. All Ooh, right. Okay. Tell me more. Let your kids pick uh, things that they would want to sell in a yard sale. Mm. I know it's work to have a yard sale, but if the whole family's in, involved, then you get closets cleaned out. You let the kids make the money off of whatever they sell. They are incentivized to get rid of stuff. And all of a sudden, you get a bunch of things moved out of your house, and everybody gets a little cash, and you go do something fun. That's a great idea. And plus, when it's summer, after a week or two of being, it being exciting that it's summer, all of a sudden, everyone's bored. Well, it could take you a couple days to focus on cleaning out what you want to sell, and then you got to prepare for the yard sale. I mean, you also keep them busy for a couple days if you do this yard sale. You bet, and just remind them of how much money they'll make. <laughs> so Absolutely. They're, they're going for it. Absolutely. Yep. You know, it is a slower time. I think it's a good time to work on our family strength, our family relationships, our time together. We uh, will have more. Our kids will probably be home, so we'll definitely have that. But I think it's a good focus right now to say, let's, let's, in, let's invest in our family. Now, are you thinking that, that we need to have some elaborate plan for all the things we're going to do together as a family and like calendar it out and make sure we have an important special thing to do every single day. I see your face. I'm sorry, but absolutely not. (laughs) Not even close. I'm saying wake up in the morning, don't put makeup on, put your crappy clothes on, let the family go outdoors and explore. I like that. That's way more doable. I mean, I personally don't like to be outside, but there are people who like to be outside and explore. (laughs) And so you do you, boo. Um, I have, but I said that because I have friends who it, it looks so fun and so Pinteresty, but the beginning of summer, they have like this big calendar of all the things they're going to accomplish as a family this summer. And for a second, I think oh, I should do that. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I work. There's no such thing as summer. Um, and my kids <laughs> in full-time daycare, but that sounds fun. And maybe I could say one Saturday every month, you know, over the summer, I'm going to make a point to do something fun and exciting and quality time to bond with my kid. But it doesn't have to be this fancy schmancy over the top. Just like you said, make a point to say summer is slower. We're going to develop our relationships by spending intentional time together. Yep. Absolutely. Well, my mom actually just told me that she sent off to get one of those like DNA ancestry things. Oh, yeah. And so that's one of the things we will be unpacking and kind of looking through together when we do our family trip this summer. So that kind of goes into your idea of focusing on strengthening your family bond. So maybe maybe you put into Ancestry.com or whatever those different services are and learn a little bit more about your family and then spend some time talking through that together and understanding it together. That yeah. could be fun. Have it's you done fascinating. Uh, not that one. I haven't. No, I haven't done that. And I want to, actually. Yeah, I that do. would be fun. I think it'd be fun. And two, to share with your family, you know, relatives that you know from a few generations ago, or if your mom or your grandmother has pictures, break them out. I mean, it's fascinating to find um, family members and what they did and what they accomplished and where they lived. And I actually think it's, the kids love it, too. Well, yeah. And if you're the crafty sort, maybe you take that, you know, researching your family history one step forward and turn it into a craft project and you you make a family tree or family collage or some sort of art project out of it. The probably one day your kid's going to have that as an assignment. So if you do it over the summer, maybe that's <laughs> an assignment done. that yeah. you already have. You're just chilling in the back of the closet for when you yeah. have to come Good. in and present and their family great story. thinking and planning. <laughs> I love that. But the, yeah, that could be a fun way to hang out with your family, do some research and deepen your relationships this yep. summer. Yeah. 
I think too, it's a good time to set back and remind yourself that the man you're living with that you, you loved when you started your relationship, you still love him, even though life is crazy, <laughs> work has taken over, challenges, finances, job, upkeep, children. Those kids are home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so what we're talking it's like, about. <laughs> all right. I got to remember you and that mm. I really do still like you. So mm-hmm. let's go spend a little time just us. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to focus on um, family time in the summer, but we're basically saying make some time to focus just you and him as well. Yep, because we that is that's ultimately the foundation of the family. A it strong is. a strong bond between mom and dad is one of the biggest things you can do for your kids. Faux yep. show. All right, Julie, you just talked about the big wall calendar and all of the things that you plan and the wonderful events you have with your kids. But there's part of that where you're managing your kids, you're managing their lives. Well, sometimes I think you need to step back and quit managing their lives and simply enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Like spend some time doing nothing with them. Mm-hmm. Find out who they are and what they like. What are some things that you you know, from thinking back to when Lauren and Chelsea were young, what are some things that you found helped you kind of figure out what they liked and who they are? Uh, remove all of the distractions. There would be times we, we lived on three and a half acres. Our backyard was pretty big. And so there were nights when there was a clear sky, I would grab a blanket, we would go outside and lay in the grass and look at the stars. And just lay there and you'd be amazed at what's in their little minds and mm-hmm. what they want to talk about and, you know, their dreams and look at this star and what do they want to do. And all of a sudden you're getting um, a whole education on your child because you've removed everything else. That's a great idea. And I'm just, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, yeah, I don't really have a yard, but there is a patch of grass behind my condo. <laughs> I probably could do that. Yeah. If I make the choice to set the time and to not be upset about bedtime or worried about it and just once in a while break all the rules and just focus on your kid. Yep. Totally. Um, I like this idea you said to create a fantasy family vacation. So on episode 42, we talked about dream vacations, which that was super fun. And we said, well, none of these are happening. We don't have this kind of money. But you had the (laughs) idea of actually kind of acting that out with your family. Tell us about this idea. Yeah. Let your entire family uh, create their own version of a vacation. If money were no objects, where would they go? Let them research. Let them get things. Let them print out things. And then create in your living room a fantasy vacation you could have one corner that's paris you could have another corner that's you know antarctica um and just say we're going on our own our own personal vacation that we've created in our living room that is a great idea that would be a great um kind of activity for those who are choosing a staycation yeah so on one of your days or you kind of plan it throughout the week we are staycationing and every day we're going to pretend we're somewhere else that's a great Great idea. Now, for my four-year-old, I think that would get me in trouble. So I have to wait until he's a little bit older and can understand that, no, really, we're not doing these things. (laughs) (laughs) We are not going to Legoland again yet. Um, But I think that's a super fun idea. I love it. You know, I think there's a side of um, resolutions that is kind of changing your mindset Mm -hmm. of trying to view things differently that may not be, I'm not going to eat this, or I'm not going to act this way, or I'm not going to do unhealthy things, but it can be, I'm going to think differently. Mm -hmm. I'm going to approach life differently. So I say it's a good time to develop some new philosophies in life. Absolutely. I I could not agree more. A lot of times mindset is more important than what you're doing. It's more about 
how you think on the inside. So what are some new philosophies, even though we're already halfway through the year, we think adopting them now could make an actual difference in your life. Yeah. I love the concept of learning something new every day. Or every third day, or once a week, you know, <laughs> exactly. whatever works like, for you. Let's bring that bar you know, a little yeah, lower. Exactly. Oh, there and again, it goes. I'm good. <laughs> we're not trying to raise the bar for no, ourselves no, no, no. or any of you, but you know, <laughs> learn something new because mm. life is full of amazing things. So explore it. Is there anything right now you're focusing on learning how to do? Look at me putting you on the spot. Yeah, I've tried to this think. This was your idea. Okay, it was my idea. <laughs> do you know what I did do recently is um, it was Memorial Day weekend and we went to the Indy 500 and I have always wanted to drive a race car. Drive, not ride, drive. I know, you're, but, so, you're just so cool. I know, can't handle I'm just it. so insane. But anyway, we went to the Indy 500 and I had the opportunity to ride, not drive, because mm-hmm. they would not trust me. <laughs> did you um, ask? Uh, yes, of course I did. <laughs> and they laughed at you. Yeah, they did. Uh, in a car that went, it didn't go as fast as they did, but it went 120 miles an hour around the track. And, you know, you go around the corner and you go up the wall. So, you know, that, that may not have been a learning experience, but boy, it was a new experience and I loved it. That so, is so fun. Learn something or experience something new. I like that. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to learn how to meditate. I hate oh, it. Oh, Julie, I'm cracking up. I hate it, but it's something I've committed to doing, and that's something I'm currently learning how to do, and I try it a few times a week. It's healthy. It's hell. It's a good I thought thing. you were saying it's hell, and I was nodding. <laughs> it's healthy. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's just a little bit of honesty for our friends. Yeah, Julie, Julie sitting still and not being active oh, is not something that happens very often. But I'm trying to learn something new every That's day. good. All right. What's the next one? All right. Be more grateful. I know that sounds very... So cliche. It does. But it's so true. It is. And, you know, it doesn't mean that we have to beat ourselves up and say you don't appreciate anything as we lecture ourselves, it just means, you know, look around occasionally go, you know, I kind of love that. I'm thankful for it. Whatever that is. Yeah. It's that kind of age old, just stop for a second. All of the thinking of the things that you're upset about or worried about or freaking out about, and just think of one thing you're grateful for. Yeah. And sometimes just that little recentering is what can completely change the outlook of the day, the week, the year. Yep. Uh, you have said this to me before, and it's something I... I can struggle with, um, but I think is a really good kind of reset mindset. Good enough is good enough. It is. We push ourselves for perfection. And I mean, we could, we can't say it enough here. We're all about grace, not perfection. Good enough is often good enough. Yeah. This is something that my aunt used to tell me when I was growing up. Don't sweat the small stuff. But we do. We do. We do it all the time. Yeah. We worry about this little thing and that little thing. And, you know, it's not worth the sweat. It's not worth the thought. Do you like to sweat? I feel like you try to avoid it. I do try to avoid sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yep. Um, This one's really, really, as I read it on the notes, I was like, ooh, conviction. Everything is a choice. Yeah. And so that means we have the power. We do. We have the power to change everything. Yeah, and it, I don't want to approach that negatively. It's not like you're making bad choices and I'm beating you up. It's that look at everything, whether it's saying no to something or whether... Or saying yes to or something. Or saying yes to something. It's a choice. You can make it. So mm-hmm. kind of take charge. And, and make when you make choices. the wrong choice, hey, guess what? You can choose to do something else yes, about it. Absolutely. Or because of it. Yep. Totally. Everything yeah. is a choice. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. 
oh, this one's good. This one's good. You don't have to do it alone. No, you do not. But we do. And we, do we so feel much that alone. Way. We feel lonely so many times and like there's nobody in our lives, even, even in our family, even in our relationships, we often feel um, alone. But you know, the reason we don't have to do it alone or the way to not do it alone is to reach out. Mm-hmm. It's not just on them to come to us. We need to reach out to those people we know love us and ask them to partner with us. I can't help it. This makes me think of the article you just wrote about the fact that we as a culture are increasingly becoming more and more lonely. That one was super eye-opening. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, and you did put some really practical um, advice in that article on what to do if you are feeling alone. Maybe maybe you feel ashamed because you feel alone. And that's step one is to not do that. Um, but some practical things you can do when you're feeling lonely and how to reach out to those who can be a part of your life. So we'll link to that one. All right. I love that you put this one in here because I think, um, especially for those other of our friends who would say they're a woman of faith, um, a lot of times we start the new year and we say, I'm going to grow so much in my relationship with God and I'm going to spend so much more time in the Bible and I'm going to go to church every week and I'm going to volunteer and what are all the things and I'm going to make sure my child has memorized scripture and oh my goodness. So many things. I'm exhausted. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yes. Exactly. But what's something in our faith that is just a, a sh- little shift, um, a new philosophy, a, a mind shift change that we can make to focus on growing a little bit in that area? I think that we need to know, not think, but know that we are completely accepted by God, even though we feel that others aren't accepting us, who mm-hmm. we are, what we look like, how we work, how we parent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't It doesn't matter what others accept or don't accept of who we are. We have to know that God does. Mm, Totally. And then one even, another step kind of in that thinking um, is to know that we're loved by God, even when we don't feel it or can't feel it or feel like others in our lives, people aren't expressing that, um, that God always loves us. And he's not looking for our performance. He's not looking to see how many of these resolutions we've (laughs) kept. He loves us for who we are, not for what we do or don't do. Um, And that's kind of the piece that sometimes we're really, we're searching for in our actions and in people around us. But ultimately that, that can be found in the truth that God loves us in spite of what we do or don't do. Yep. So we've gone through some ridiculous resolutions, some that we haven't kept, some that we will never keep, some that we may or may not make, and then some that I think for the next part of this year can can help us. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether we make it for six months, we had a suggestions monthly resolution. Yeah, one of right? our friends when we said, what, are, what, what were the resolutions you tried to keep and did or didn't keep? And somebody said, you know what, I gave up on resolutions, but I try to make a challenge for myself at the beginning of every month. So I'm going to focus on one thing at the beginning of every month. And that will be what I focus on. So maybe you take the month of July and you decide one thing that you're going to challenge yourself with and not Try to do all the other things, but pick one challenge for yourself, whatever it is. Right. Instead of saying, this is my life now, I'm always doing this or I'm never doing this, make it a monthly challenge. And I thought that was so genius. It is genius. I'm in for that one. Yeah. When you put things on a smaller timetable, it feels less all or nothing, which we've talked about that before. And all or nothing can get you in so much trouble. 
It can. So that could be a way you could take the next few months of 2018 and just focus on little areas where you might want to improve or see a change. But at the end of the day, give yourself some grit and grace if you don't make every resolution or keep every resolution you set out to do. Yep, absolutely. So we can't end this episode any different than we do any others, and that's with a quote. And this one is by Joey Adams. May all your troubles last as long as your New Year's resolutions. Love that. That would make for some short troubles. It would. All right. We'll catch you next week on This Grit and Grace Life. Thanks for listening to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by The Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.